I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're happy to have all of you here with us. If you are a first-time listener of our little program, welcome. We hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you like what you're hearing, then you can always subscribe to this podcast and make it part of your favorite list on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast from. Uh, today, we have a, a really incredible story that delves into the supernatural the paranormal. Now, Dad, I have a question for you. You worked in law enforcement for a long time. The, besides being a teacher, besides, you know, doing radio and all that kind of stuff, you were in law enforcement. But what I need to know during the time that we were living out west in New Mexico, when you were on the job doing your patrols, did you ever come across anything otherworldly or supernatural? Well, good question, Gary. Now, during my years in law enforcement, the only aliens I ever witnessed, and I did witness some, but the only aliens I witnessed were the humankind that were coming across the Mexican border. Uh, as far as supernatural aliens, never saw them. And Gary, if they were out there to be seen, I think you and I would have seen them because, if you recall, we lived for several years in Roswell, New Mexico, and that is the site of that supposed UFO crash back in the 1940s. Yes, it was. 1947. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so did anything spooky ever happen to you back then? Well, I can say this. Every year when they had the UFO festival in Roswell, I saw a lot of people who... Um, made me question whether or not they were aliens. <laughs> There's There was a few experiences there where I, uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. some of those people, the way they were acting, may have been from another planet. Yeah, either that or they uh, were unreleased from the local mental ward. I don't know which. Who knows? Who knows? But regardless of that, they had some fun while they were there. Yeah, yeah. Well, But Little Green Men, no. I've never seen any aliens. No, and we lived in Roswell. I think if there were aliens to be seen, we would have spotted them. And I, I do want to mention this, Gary. Uh, remember this now. Um, I used to teach uh, college part-time in the evenings over at the old uh, Roswell former Army Air Base. And that's where supposedly they took the alien bodies, remember? Oh, that's true. And you know what? Uh, in, in a future podcast, we are going to go over the story of Roswell because it is fascinating because it did have an impact on a lot of people who lived in that town. Mm -hmm. And one of the folks that was still living out there when we were living in Roswell was the mortician who was in charge of bringing those uh, coffins to the airbase when they supposedly had some bodies. So, I mean, that's, that's all some interesting stuff that we can delve into uh, in, in the a future. future. But as for this one... I think it's something that deals with uh, Hispaniola, New Mexico. Yeah, uh, this one is involved with police work, and uh, there's no doubt uh, that police work uh, can be very challenging for a number of reasons. Um, you know, as a park ranger in uh, New Mexico at White Sands National Monument, which is now White Sands National Park, 
I dealt with uh, rattlesnakes, tarantulas, um, and even a tarantula hawk wasp, if you remember. I got bitten in the leg by one of those. You got stung, and it was, Ooh. I remember your legs swole uh, up, and then you got cellulitis. Yeah, yeah. That and if was, you've ever had that, it's not good. No, but uh, never a paranormal experience, um, just, just uh, wildlife as a park ranger. But over in Española, New Mexico, things were a bit different, Gary. Uh, in one case, the officers didn't even have to leave their station house. This was in 2014, and the police officer involved was Carl Romero. Now, Carl was spending a, a relatively quiet Saturday evening on duty at the station, and he was keeping an eye on the several surveillance cameras that were installed around the place. But for the most part, it was a, a pretty quiet routine shift Saturday night. Then... He spotted something strange, very strange, on one of the cameras that was pointed at the entryway to the station. Mm -hmm. Officer Romero saw uh, what he described as a bright white blob. Now, that's the word he used, blob. Well, like that movie with yeah, Steve McQueen yeah, in it? Yeah, the blob. So uh, for a few seconds, he claims he thought that it might be an insect of some sort, but then he noticed that there were some kind of legs below that bright blob. Do you have any idea what he might have been looking at? Well, actually, you know what? This reminds me of something that um, I had seen a while back on TV. You know how uh, Discovery Channel and History Channel, they all have their paranormal programs these days. Um, but there was one episode of whatever show was on <clears throat> where they were talking about how uh, ghosts and angels would appear on these little uh, security cameras. And one of the things that they came up with is that um, moths, or if something was hanging from a thread or something like that, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like something cocooning itself like a, a moth or a butterfly before it's changing, it's still in its chrysalis. And just that movement in front of the lens um, out of focus creates an illusion of it being something supernatural and so um so my guess is it could have been something along that line you know now he, he also described it as a, a ghostly figure i'm not sure in my mind how a blob and ghostly figure can both um you know be the same well, thing we don't know what you look like when you're dead i mean you could come back as a blob who's to say you're going to look <laughs> yeah. like a full person you might just be uh, ectoplasm or whatever <laughs> they call it yeah, thanks to the Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, for some of us who already are a blob, it won't be too much of a change, right? <laughs> right. Well, uh, let me tell you about the entryway to the police station. It's blocked off with a gate, and it's secured with an alarm system. So uh, we know, and Romero, Carl Romero, knew at the time that it couldn't be a human figure that was showing up in the footage. He knew that. Now, when he reported uh, what he saw to his superiors the next day, uh, most of them didn't, uh, you know, think that he had gone cuckoo. Uh, most of them actually believed him, believe it or not. Really? And then some of them said, you know, I've been hearing some uh, strange noises in the building and, uh, or I've uh, seen some weird things in the, in the lobby. So <laughs> uh, they were ready to uh, take his story at face value. So he, uh, he uh, got up his courage and decided uh, he'd contact KOAT-TV. That's one of the major television stations in mm -hmm. Albuquerque. And he described his experience to them, and, oh, you know, they ran with it. And so he um, got on the TV news with it. Uh, uh, now, he admitted that 
he believed in ghosts. So mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a tell right there, Gary. Anybody who believes in ghosts, their imagination is primed to accept something as a paranormal event. So you're more primed than not if you believe in the paranormal and ghosts and what have you. Um, so we don't know whether Carl Romero is dealing in something that was factual or just some unfilled fiction but his conclusion this is what he believed gary Mm. the ghostly figure he saw may have something to do with the unsolved murders that had taken place in the area over the years pretty far stretch of the imagination in my mind but uh that's what he believes now i'm going to give you my conclusion in a moment but i'd like to hear yours first i think imagination is a very powerful thing and sometimes when things happen we see what we want to see now, my degree is in photography, but specifically photographic science. Um, in photography, um, if you have what's called an aperture, that's an opening in the camera where the light comes through, uh, you don't have to have a lens. You just need to have a small pen size hole opening, and it'll project an image onto a plane or a surface. Sometimes in a home, this can happen, right? You could have a small pen-sized hole opening that'll project something on the wall. Now, some people would say, oh, that's just coming from outside. But if you don't understand the science of that, you would say, oh my God, there's ghosts. I saw a shadow move across the wall. It could be something that was projected from outside. It's a scientific thing. There are a lot of things that happen scientifically that can be explained like that. And in a lot of cases of paranormal, those kind of things have happened and it was easily explained. I feel like this is something that could also be explained too. But if, like this officer, you already believe in ghosts, I think sometimes you're going to jump not to a scientific conclusion, but to a paranormal conclusion. Emotional. Emotional. Uh, One of my favorite stories, I love ghost stories, you know this, I have so many books on ghost stories, but one of my favorite ones, because it kind of gives a little uh, nod of the hat to what we're talking about, is about this gentleman who uh, goes to spend the night in this hotel. And he's been warned by everybody that the hotel's haunted. So what have we done there? We've already planted an idea that the hotel's haunted, right? So he goes to bed. At night, he wakes up, and he sees at the foot of his bed these two pale eyes staring back at him. He can't see the face. He just sees the pale eyes. And so he's terrified because he remembers what he's been told about the ghost. So he reaches over to his nightstand where he has a pistol. This story takes place during the Western time, so that explains why he has a gun. And he aims at one of the eyes, because he's afraid now that it's the a monster or a ghost, and he shoots it, and then he screams. What do you think it was? Hmm, no idea. It was his toe. Oh, my gosh. He shot his toe. Um, but that reinforces the idea much like this. If you've already had something planted in your subconscious about ghost or paranormal, and something happens, especially at nighttime when, let's face it, we're all freaked out. Even if you say you're not afraid of the dark, there's a little bit of you that probably is. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, we're more likely to come up with something in our heads or let our imaginations run wild and and let it be something uh, supernatural or paranormal, even if it's not. So I have a feeling that it probably was a bug or a speck or something, you know, 
Could have been a little bat flying by and left a little present on the lens of the camera. We don't know. Uh, you know, it could be anything. But but the fact that, you know, it, it was a ghost, mm, I think that's open to interpretation. And uh, I am going to give you my conclusion here in a moment, but I just want to say uh, you're mentioning photography. Maybe uh, in a future episode, <clears throat> our listeners would love to hear a little bit about paranormal uh photography because that's a whole new ball game that a lot of people aren't familiar with i we could always talk about <clears throat> that i mean uh, paranormal photography is its own its own thing and uh i think that's that's a huge let me stress that huge gray area because there's a lot of things that happen photographically that can be explained very very easily and then there are things that cannot be explained very easily but uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of different optical illusions. When we're talking about lenses and we're talking about uh, dusts and other things that float around in the air, um, things can happen that might make you think, oh, there's ghosts, when actually it's just, no, it's user error, or eh, that just happens, it's natural. All righty. Now we're ready for my conclusion on Carl Romero's story. Um, there may have been a mighty large bird flying by who dropped that large white blob. Oh, no, I yeah. was guessing. I, I said that, though. I, I frequently see such blobs on the hood of my car. There you go, folks. True scientific uh, detective work going on right there. Well, we've reached the end. Thanks for joining us. Again, if you like this, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. We look forward to having you join us again. Once again, I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And this was an interesting story.